All right, what's going on, guys? Uh, so this is gonna be the first um, kind of little podcast uh, here, uh, podcast style. Um, and uh, today we have a very special guest who some of you may know. I'm Tyler, which all, all of you should know me. Um, but uh, some of you may or may not know our guest that is sitting with me here today. Um, his name is uh, Will Hancock, and I've uh, I've known him for quite some time. Um, and, uh, Will, how long, how long have we known each other? I think we've, uh, I'd say probably since my, oh, I think you just covered the mic. What'd you say? Oh, oh, wow. Wish I was professional here. Uh, I think my sixth grade year, eighth grade year, I believe. Right. And then Will's, uh. Um, senior right now in high school, so that'd be seven, seven years, give or take, give or take, yeah. So, plus or minus a few years, uh, <laughs> basically since birth. Um, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I've we've kind of talked a lot about some music stuff, and kind of just enjoy kind of going back and forth, um, sharing a lot of that stuff. So I figured I'd bring him on and. He'd be the first installment of this uh, series. Um, so this is episode 001. Wow. Um, I'm honored. I'm honored. Uh, I don't have an official name for this podcast, so uh, we'll just we'll just call it um, Tyler's Music Studio Education Podcast. Um, that's, a, that's a lengthy title. <laughs> hopefully over... As, as we get more guests, hopefully I'll, I'll establish a better routine. If they get like an acronym or something. <laughs> yeah. That'd be, that'd be terrible. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so just to kind of give a little background on Will, um, we kind of, we sing a lot um, and we have some good little duets and stuff. Um, so uh, maybe if you're lucky, one day we'll sing one for you. Um, but only if you're lucky. Um, yeah, he's a great singer. Um, he's taught me a lot of things. I would like to say I've taught him some things too as well. So <laughs> uh, we kind of trade off back and forth in that in that aspect. Um, and uh, I know he's looking to have music as a part of his career in some way, shape, or form. And same here. So um, we kind of like to chat about all that. Um, he's had... He's performed in many like uh, musicals um, and plays and um, like honor uh, choirs, honor um, uh, auditions, like had many like good musical opportunities that kind of build to his credibility. Um, I'm really boosting his ego right now. So, yeah, wow. Uh, Will, anything you want to add to boost your own ego? Well, no. Uh, thank you. That was a really comprehensive dive into my <laughs> background. I no, I think you kind of kind of covered it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All state choir member for four years now, mm. uh, from freshman year and then now senior year. Um, yeah. Play in bands around the Casey area. Um, yeah. And um, uh, 
we'll go and get this out of the way now. Uh, <laughs> is there any sort of uh, social media that uh, you'd like to? <laughs> oh, oh wow. Okay. Um, we'll just just get it out of the way just right now. Just I mean just. Right. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah, my Instagram, I believe, is uh, Will Hancock zero two. Really um, unique in that kind of way. Um, yeah, Will Hancock zero two. Okay. What? Will Hancock zero one was taken. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, awesome. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. So we'll just kind of talk about some music stuff, and uh, for like you guys like listening, um, it may be a little bit more like voice vocal focus, but like also for my piano students, you know, we'll try to relate some stuff, but also figure out how you can relate it to your own practice and stuff. So. Because uh, both of us also play um, piano and voice. Um, so, yeah. Um, we'll just dive right into it. Um, keep it nice and short and sweet. Will, what does your uh, warm-up routine kind of look like um, before you go into, um, you know, your practice? <laughs> I know you, you're in a band right now. Um, so, like, how do you warm up to warm your voice, warm up your instruments, too, like, yeah, that's like, it kind of depends on what I'm doing and at what time, I guess. Um, so if I'm singing kind of later on in the night at a concert or something, then I don't I don't have to worry too much about, you know, warming up. Obviously, I'll keep it warm throughout the day. But, you know, just water and talking is really all you need to really kind of, you know, if you wake up at nine and you have something at seven you know, that's plenty of time for your voice to you know get warmed up um i would say if i'm doing something earlier in the morning which happens to be a lot more than i would like it to um i usually would um at least an hour before um something going on with your mic i don't know what's can you not hear me <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that's going to turn out in the recording, but <laughs> I can. I can. We can just redo that question if you want. Um. No. 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 Like we can still hear you. It's it just like little interspersed. Oh, I see. Okay. Sorry. Usually I have a good mic system. Um. <laughs> that's going to be the next episode. Actually, we're doing where you actually you know this guest, um, Jonathan Beard. He's going to talk about uh, some audio quality stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah. That'll be a really comprehensive uh, episode. <laughs> um, so, okay, back to warm-ups. Yeah. Sorry, I got yeah. cut out there. Um, if I have to leave at a certain time, I'll, you know, I'll wake up earlier and at least have kind of like 30 minutes to really just kind of sing and sing and sing um, and warm up that voice, you know, vocal runs and um, just kind of singing songs that I know. I have like a warm up playlist on my phone that I can uh, kind of pull up and some of those songs kind of, you know, they start lower, maybe some kind of 60s crooner songs. And then as you know, as you progress, then you can kind of, you know, go, you know, reach up there a little bit and then kind of come down so you can 
be you know warmed up all over but you don't, you're not also you know hurting your voice because it's really it is easy to just um like wake up and then just like scream and then hurt your voice and you don't want to do that <laughs> yeah um and i just to kind of bounce off that real fast um i'm in well so like one of the classes i'm in right now um and if, i don't know if i hopefully all of you i think i've told you all my major music education um but I'm in like a vocal science class right now. And uh, one of the things we've talked about with like warm up routines is um, like, 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 like Will's saying, choose a song that you're familiar with. And I've done this with some of my students, so they don't remember, but um, choose a song that you're familiar with and sing it on like a vowel that you maybe have trouble on or that's in the song you're working on, like mm-hmm. a vowel that occurs a lot in the song. And then just like, um, so, so I'll call one of my students out. Uh, we're working, we were working on the song um, Homeward Bound last semester. And actually, yeah, Will helped out with that song. So if, yeah, I know it. If you're listening. And yeah, and Will's, we, we both know it. But um, so we sang like the melody to Homeward Bound, but we chose it on a vowel that we're working on currently. And so like that appears a lot in the song we're singing now. Yeah, interesting. So uh, choosing that because the melody's already in your head. So we're just kind of um, it, it's kind of become second nature to us, but, um, definitely. Yeah. I think that's great. Uh, next question. Speaking on, uh, speaking on Homeward Bound for your next, next week, you're going to have to ask uh, Jonathan about that song. Cause he has a recording of me singing it and loves to play it for anyone in his car always. Uh, really? Yeah. 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 Maybe he'll play it on the podcast. Oh, no, 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 no. It's okay. But uh... Is it an example of good audio quality? <laughs> sure, yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so moving on. Um, so uh, if I said the word like good tone, right, like good vocal tone, what does that mean to you? Mm-hmm. If someone has good vocal tone. Yeah, um, I would say. You know, it's it's hard. I feel like if there's one thing that is subjective in like a voice setting, it would be tone. So it's kind of hard for me to like put a finger on what exactly that is. But I think um, a, a good tone is, you know, uh, not a wavy sound, or, you know, a rich sound um, that I, I guess I, <laughs> I know what bad tone is, you know, um, yeah. like we've all seen bad tone, you know, without breath support or something, you know, really kind of airy or um, maybe under the pitch a little bit. Uh, maybe, you know, your vowels aren't as good. Uh, that would be like a bad tone. Um, and good tone is really just what you th- are singing best at, you know, I guess, like, it's hard for me to I, I don't know, like I can like a singer or I, I cannot like a singer, but still be like, well, he has good tone, you know? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, that makes, I would say it's, you kind of touched on a little bit. I would say it's more of a culmination of everything. And so, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, breast support and, um, you know, just like having that uh, strong support system and then. Just uh, kind of how you're singing in general. Right. Resi- I mean, just kind of everything um, that hopefully we've gotten to touch on in like your individual lessons, but also 
it's it's difficult, but and it's difficult to connect that if you're watching this as a piano student of mine. But I would also say like, you know, it's kind of important to have a like a good tone, a good tone for piano would kind of be like, um, like adding in um, different. Uh, what am I trying to say here? Um, I um a tone on the piano. I get that there. Yeah. Um, I was trying to make the connection there. Well, yeah. So there, there is a connection. Uh, Yo-Yo Ma, the famous cello player. Um, he he talks about his tone, like having tone on a not voice instrument as you know, how, how you feel the piece kind of musically. So you can like, it's never going to be exactly the same as how you played it each time. So as he went and talked about his really famous uh, Bach cello piece that he does the or whatever. Um, and he, he like, he listened to an early recording of it and then a, a recording of it recently. And, you know, you could see a total change in maturity of how he, you know, maybe holds out a note a little longer than he has before or um, just kind of how he's feeling the piece a little more. And I think that's the same with piano um, in that uh, I had a piano teacher tell me, you know, you don't want to, you want to drive a car, you know, from one point to the other. You don't want to like start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. Like, especially when you're, you know, learning a piece or something like that. Yeah. So that's, that actually, that, I like that analogy. Um, I haven't heard that one before. Um, and you, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but like, uh, it like a tone would be finding that piece in like your golden range, which we kind of all talk about. Mm -hmm. um, and I haven't talked about it a lot with a lot with some of my voice students, but um, like I always try to choose a song as a teacher for my students in their golden range. And so like, and also, like Will and I will send songs like, like man, this song would sound perfect in your voice, and you know, vice versa. Yeah. But so, how do you find like your own individual? Like, oh, this is my golden range, you know? Like, um, yeah. It takes a lot of work, I think, because uh, I. The other thing is, it's you know constantly changing. You know, you won't have like a a fully comprehensive sound until you're like you know 27 or whatever that number is like you won't you know you won't know what you're actually going to sound like for the rest of your life until you're about 27 and even then it keeps changing you know yeah, you have like some of those older adults in in my studio so um yeah like but i mean if maybe right. if you've been singing for a while like maybe even after 27 um no yeah I, I don't I forgot the number but it, it keeps it keeps changing um, and so your your golden range will kind of you know change a little bit um, throughout your life but I think it's just it's you have to be unselfish when you're picking music I think you know you can't you can't pick a music just to say like well this song is great and I you know I could hit all those notes if you you know if you if you can't <laughs> then then don't pick a song like that. Um, you know, pick it. There's no shame in picking like an easier song that does have your golden range in it than picking a ridiculous song that you can't sing, I guess. Because 
And oh yeah, no, absolutely. I think you hit it right on the right on the money there. Um, and I would say, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, well, trust me. Like, I mean, I've picked a lot of songs, like for a lot of different people. And so, um, you know, if you think like if you if I give you a song, it, like if you're listening as a student and you're like, there's no way I can sing this. Try, I, I picked it for a reason, and um, I'm going to. Uh, a lot of the songs that I choose as a teacher and Will, Will knows this as well like um, as teachers like a lot of songs that we choose uh, are there to make you better and yeah we want to pick songs that with, are within that maybe I don't know on average one 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 and a half octave range um, golden range but uh, we also want to push the boundaries just a little bit more so that one octave or that maybe that half octave golden range becomes a 0.75 octave golden range becomes and we just kind of start widening that a little bit more each day um mm -hmm. yeah exactly um yeah i think you hit it right on the nail on the head the nail what <laughs> hit on the head with the nail and the hammer uh, <laughs> with that, um, what can you say to um, someone to 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 do that? Like, what what are some what are some like your favorite exercises to slowly improve that? Oh, and you, if you want to demonstrate, you can, or you can just you know describe them. But um, yeah, you know, I don't practice as much as I should with straight warm-ups. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I'll do the, you know, or that, that was horrible. It's probably, no, but that's, um, a, yeah, that's a perfect one just to like, right, exactly. Um, or, you know, you know just i kind of make my own but i have a i know what i need to do mm -hmm. um and for me i you know i have to i have a i'm you know i'm a lyric baritone so i you know i go low but i also have to sing high because i'm singing tenor a lot in the band and all this thing so i have to kind of go low and then also kind of get my high higher register locked in so i just know that i need to kind of you know touch touch up there and touch down there and kind of get in between a little bit um and kind of work on different vowels you know um ah e o or something like that um but also i try to <laughs> this is something kind of unique to me i uh i try to like sing a really fast really fast song if I'm warming up, like even if that's like a rap song, or <laughs> yeah, um, just so I can like get that breath support ready, or something like that. And it also kind of, I also kind of get you know hyped up or something if I need to. But uh, right, um, so yeah, that's kind of, it's kind of what I do for warm ups. No, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I um, uh, and how do you not get like, so I I know your warm-up and also a little bit of mine as well um maybe aren't as traditional as 
um, when we were starting out, when we were taking formal voice lessons, right? Um, which uh, we both still are taking formal voice right. lessons, right? Right. Uh, but now we're we've kind of taken voice lessons for long enough to where um, we kind of know a little bit more of what's happening down in here. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. what, like when you were starting out and you had more of a formal warm up routine, how did you not get bored of um, exercises? And how do you change it up, but also keep with stay with the basics, but also, yeah. That is the tough question, isn't it? Um, it's tough. Or maybe I mean maybe maybe you just do get bored, and you, it's one of those things you just have to push through. I don't know. Well, so ultimately, in your singing career in life, you're gonna get bored of something, you know. Um, like all state just kind of and that's called i mean that's called burnout that's that happens with any career so like a lot of we have some like older adults in in here and uh who maybe like listening so like in their in whatever career um i know we have some in like uh the medical field some in like the sales field oh, whatever wow. career you'll experience some burnout uh in whatever fashion that would be you tell these people they have burnout no, 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 no. But, <laughs> but like you'll experience that in your own in your yeah, own. No, um and I I would say that I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying you're gonna at some at some point get bored, like do I have to do this like knee e e e e e e or so, you know, something like that constantly and constantly. And ultimately finding the joy is finding the joy in something like that is really just kind of what you're doing with like your mindset about that, I guess. Um, so you, um, so like, as I was saying at Allstate, you know, you, you are there, you get lunch, you go and rehearse for four hours, then you go get dinner, then you go back to rehearsal and you're just constantly singing. And it's, you know, it's, I love music. It's, you know, something I want to do for the rest of my life, obviously, and will continue to do. But, you know, at some point <laughs> in your nine hour day of singing Solfege, it's kind of gets a little, a little boring. Um, and you just kind of have to remember, hey, this is, you know, something that I really like to do. And, and it is, you know, you can find those kind of moments if you're listening to other people, or, um you know, not to not get bored. And that going back to, you know, exercises, find exercises that you like to do um, and kind of make new ones up that are, you know, approved and you won't hurt your voice, um, but kind of just take it at your own speed, um, but also know that you have to, you know, do it. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I would, I, I would agree with it. And it, it is like one of those things that, it will get boring, like you said, but um, on those days, like I call, I kind of call those like like test days, right? Like, okay, like it, like today's a test. Like, am I actually gonna do it, or am I gonna slack on it? And um, you know, like easily I yeah. could slack and not tell my not tell my teacher, like, hey, I didn't practice today, um, or you know, I could tell them, hey, I practiced today and I, you know, didn't really do anything, um, and just kind of sat there on my phone. Um, but to me, those are test days and those are the days that, you know, are going to make a difference whether you show up or not. Yeah, um, exactly. 
but we'll kind of we'll kind of near the end here, um, just to kind of keep it short and sweet. But we'll end it with some fun stuff. Do you have any um, advice to anyone like listening right now, whether vocalist or pianist um, or some other instrument um, that they're learning right now? Just that, uh, just for the future, um, just like to always be improving um, or uh, yeah, any sort of, any sort of advice really will. Um, well, you know, I am also, I mean, I've been singing for a long time, but I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm, you know, a seasoned pro or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that my advice to anyone would just be to keep doing it um, in whatever capacity that means to you, you know, singing in the shower or singing with a band. I don't know. Um, you're going to find joy in it, you know, somehow, you know, if you're in these lessons, do it. And that goes for piano too. I mean, piano is something that uh, singing too, but really piano is something that you can always really get good at. Um, and you'll always be able to play it. Um, and there are some, I mean, there are millions of piano pieces for people to play. Um, and you know, once you learn the basics, you can do whatever you want with it. Um, you know, a long time ago, I was talking to Tyler about chords and music. Um, and Tyler, we used to play this game where Tyler would just say, oh, what about this song? And then I'd play it and he would be so amazed by it. And it was really funny. Um, but it's just, you know, once you learn the the basics, you can do that. And it's it's really easy and it'll, you know, impress a lot of people. Well, um, yeah. And like, sorry, just to interrupt real fast, like um, the basics can't get boring sometimes. So just know like what's ahead, like look forward and be like, okay, if I keep practicing these basics, if I keep practicing these scales, these whatever whatever it is for you, um, you'll be able to, um, you'll be able to do this in the future. Uh, I promise it's gonna work out in the end anyway. And I would, I, I would say that I'm, I'm nowhere near that, especially for piano. Um, you know, it's, it's something that you're always gonna have to do um, and the basics are always kind of going to be there, but if you kind of find a good balance between fun and knowing what can help you, then I think it'll serve you. Um, and I mean, find the joy in it. It's it's really easy to find joy in music, you know. If you if you really like a song, don't be afraid to ask someone, like, "Hey, can I sing this?" Yeah, or something like that, you know. Absolutely, um, and then lastly for the uh, for the for the listeners out there, um, hopefully there's quite a few. But uh, <laughs> for the for the listeners out there, um, what are some of your favorite songs and favorite uh, favorite artists to listen to right okay. now? Going on repeat. I listen to a lot of music. Um, sure, both of us. Too, I would say, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. I, um, and the next, your next guest also listens to a lot of music. Um, I, I think U2 is one for me. Um, that band, that Irish band, 
um, I've always loved you too, and my dad's been a you know a huge fan of you too for as Did long. You went to uh, one of their concerts, right? Or... I've been to four, I think. Yeah, that's a. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> um, you two, you know, REM, that's one. Colony House, I really like Colony House. They're from uh, your neck of the woods right now, um, Nashville. <laughs> oh, uh, I, yeah, I forgot to mention, and Will's, in, Will's currently located in Kansas City right now. Sorry, I forgot to mention that, but that's where I grew up and that's where we um, first met. So that's how I know Will, but um, I forgot to mention that. Anyway. Um, I, uh, I listen to a lot of different songs because as I said before I um, I play with this group and we do a lot of covers um, and so I you know I as the singer I constantly have to listen to new things because they all know their thing and I can't be the one that like doesn't know the the part you know so I'm always having to like know how to sing a whole bunch of different things right which is which is you know really beneficial um, but also there's things where we're jamming and the guitarist really wants to do like a, a Rush or Led Zeppelin song. And I'm like, I just can't sing that. <laughs> it's too high. Um, and uh, where can they, where can they find, um, like, where can they listen to your band? We have a website, uh, holesandsocks.com. <laughs> uh, hit us up, hit us up. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, com. I think that's there's kind of a link to everything. There's not a ton of stuff out right now to listen to that we've done, but you know, it's been a wild year for for band. Yeah. But um, absolutely, yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for being the pioneer guest, uh, Will. Oh, of course, I'm I'm honored. I'm honored. Um, I really enjoyed it. You got some really good questions in there. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, hey, and maybe uh, we may have you meet. I know you've met some students, but uh, we may have you meet some more um, just as as the, as I get more and more students. So um, you may see. Uh, can I ask how many you're at right now? Right now, currently, uh, as this is being made, we are at let me see, one, two. We are only at six students right now. Um, but That's great. They come from a variety of kind of different um, backgrounds, so um, different instruments and just kind of different goals um, and different styles of music. So yeah, uh, we're just always hoping to grow. So that's awesome. No, yeah, um, you know, I. What are the age ranges? But like on the. Oh yeah. Anyway, I mean, I think yeah, our youngest right now, um, which I don't know if our youngest would be is listening to this right now but our youngest is seven and then uh our oldest is 42. oh okay wow so yeah quite a quite a big age range but it, that also just goes to feel like you can you can pick up music at any time yeah 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 definitely i mean um so, I, yeah i didn't know you were teaching uh i mean i knew like i mean i knew you were teaching um you know i met matthew yeah but i didn't no, you were teaching, you know, I told Hopefully Matthew's listening to this too. That's I, awesome. Um, yeah. 
So, yeah, yeah, we have to meet more of them, and um, uh, hopefully it'll just only grow from there. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we will sign off for this first episode. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. This has yeah, been a- yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on. All right, <laughs> see ya. All right, I'll see ya.